Kia ora and welcome to the Have a Chat with Nat podcast, a fun and insightful look into the life of me, Nat Hugel, aka Lily Loka, actress, burlesque and drag artist, teacher and events manager. I'll be chatting about topical subjects, my experiences and opinions, as well as providing educational material for actors and creatives alike. I'll also be joined by the occasional guest from within the creative industries and we can share our experience and knowledge with you, our listeners. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Have a Chat with Nat podcast with me, your host, Nat Hugel. Um, look, holy crap, I'm actually here recording a podcast two weeks later after my last podcast, like I said I would. It's a Christmas miracle. Today I am going to have a quick chat to you about what sparks you joy. And I'm going to be talking about this um, in terms of many aspects of your life. But first off, sparking joy, where does that term come from? So um, if any of you have heard of Marie Kondo, uh, she is a clean, well, she's, she kind of came onto the scene as a, hold on, a Japanese cleaning consultant. Uh, and she has uh, many different books. She also has her own Netflix show. And it's about tidying up and sort of reorganizing your life. Um, but the KonMari method, which is her method, is a sort of like a minimalist approach to tackling your stuff. And instead of kind of getting overwhelmed by looking at all your stuff as like a whole, it's like she decompartmentalizes, decompartmentalizes, decompartmentalizes it there we go so like there are six basic rules that she has so one of them is commit yourself to tidying up like actually put it into action to imagine your ideal lifestyle um three finish discarding first before getting rid of items to silly thank each item for serving its purpose we'll get into that in a sec four tidy by category not location not like the dining room and the bathroom. Um, and I'll get into what the categories are in a sec. Five, following the right order. Six, ask yourself if it sparks joy. And the five categories that you are to tackle is one is clothes, two is books, three is papers, four is kimono, AKA miscellaneous items, and five is sentimental items. You And so basically what she does is say if you wanted to tidy up all your clothes, which is one of the categories that you are to tackle, you are to take every ounce of clothing that you have out of your cupboards, drawers, everything, and you put it all on the bed. And then you look at the piece of clothing and you hold it and you ask if it sparks joy. Now, it's not thinking, is am I eventually going to wear this at some point? Or, you know, maybe you've, yeah, maybe your fashion statement, your fashion style has changed and, you know, the clothes just no longer serve a purpose. And say if they don't spark you joy, then you thank the clothing for the purpose that it's served and then you discard it. Um, so that's the way that she kind of goes about uh, decluttering. And I kind of like this in terms of, if you think about it with decluttering your life in general, what sparks you joy? And I think this is something that a lot of us don't really, I think we get so caught up in what we should do and what we, what we kind of have to grin and bear in our lives. Um, and we take on a lot, we harbor a lot of things or we just deal with or grate through things in our lives that don't really spark us joy, but we kind of feel like we we have to endure. I've been thinking about this a lot lately because 
for those of you who have maybe been following me on social media and stuff, I've been going through quite a lot of change uh, at the moment, and it's all positive. It's just uh, I'm feeling really in a in a state of flux, uh, sort of like a gray zone, transitional zone. And for me, as someone who with PTSD, you know, work change is, is scary for me. It's scary for a lot of people, of course, but it's uh, control is a way that I deal and control um, my life. And so when things are out of my control, although they kind of still are, when things change, that's a form of like not having control. And so it can be a little bit triggering for me. I go into like, crazy decluttering mode because it makes me feel a lot more settled and it's kind of like that whole new beginnings and kind of like it's almost like a bit of a ritual um like acknowledging that something is in flux and about to change and so it's like you know everyone does the spring clean and I love spring cleans but I kind of need to be in the right mindset to be able to do a spring clean but yesterday I came home and I just went into like almost nesting mode. For those mamas or parents out there who um, have gone through the nesting phase, uh, yeah, it was like the nesting phase was really real for me. And I just absolutely threw everything into the middle of my, um, so we kind of have a, uh, I would say like a unit. And I just put everything in the middle of the floor took everything off, dusted, cleaned. And then I kind of looked at everything that I had and I was like, and I, to- I kind of did a little bit of a Marie Kondo in terms of, does this spark me joy? How does it make me feel? Um, sometimes I can get really overwhelmed with seeing like a lot of stuff. Um, and so if I kind of look, I have to kind of decompartmentalize it to, for me to kind of process it. So my house is now looking a lot cleaner. There's stuff that I kind of had out and about that was causing me stress, like simple things like my weights um, from you know, when, before lockdown last year, I, well, when I knew we were going into lockdown, I went and got some weights. I could still resistance train at home and they've been sitting behind the couch, but the mess has been like kind of eating away in the back of my head. So, and causing me like unnecessary stress. I know that sounds really pedantic and stupid, but like, it's just something, it's just mess that didn't really need to be there. So I've tidied it up and put it in the cupboard. I've removed a lot of like wall posters and things like that. So it's a little bit more minimalist and a lot less um, sort of visually overwhelming. I've kind of been thinking about this with my life too, because with my work uh, as a freelancer, to be a freelance creative in New Zealand you need to have lots of strings to your bow uh, or else you just can't make a living. I've been not feeling a lot of joy for what I do and I think that's had a lot of underlying currents of me feeling like where am I going with what I'm doing? What is my future with where I'm going? And thinking about the future being a freelancer and doing what I do stresses me out I don't want to get to 50 and not have enough of my KiwiSaver to be able to contemplate retiring you know Uh, I worry about my little family and I you know we've been very lucky we've been living with my folks for the past eight years we've got a little unit on their property but we want to have our independence and we want to be able to grow and flourish as a little family we want to be able to get our first home which in Auckland is (laughs) 
anyway, that's an, another story for another time. But we want to be able to make those moves to be able to be able to get a home loan because currently with me as a freelancer, uh, even though sometimes I have contracts in place for, for um, contract work, it's still so hard because they look at you and go, oh, well, your income's not guaranteed. Uh, so I I was like, does in, in alignment with what myself and my family want oh a fly just, <laughs> a fly just came and sat on the microphone Kia ora. does what I do spark me joy anymore and it does like when I'm on stage and when I see an event come to fruition that I've been working and doing everything for then yes for sure but I and I love what I do but the stress of hustling and not knowing when I'm going to be getting paid next and knowing that the bills are piling up and you know I budget and do all of that kind of stuff but I can't help it if someone forgets to pay their invoice that I was banking on being paid on the 20th of the month. I think the Marie Kondo method although I think it can really be put into various different aspects of your life like not just clothes or material items it can be your work it can be your friend group and your friends. Like friends change. Gosh, the amount of different groups and people who have come in and out of my life, um, which I used to absolutely hate because I hate, you know, I'd hate friendships coming to an end, especially if I was still really invested in it. Like it's fine when both of you kind of move on and do your own things. But when, you know, they're drifting off and you're still there being like trying to cling on to the dregs of what that friendship was, it can be really heartbreaking. And it can apply to hobbies, you know, hobbies that you've personally invested time or even money in and be like, does this actually bring me joy anymore? Am I doing it because it's like habitual and I've kind of gotten used to it, but does it really bring me joy? As I was saying before, I think we get so complacent about with life, about um, feeling like we have to struggle, and you don't, and that was something that I've had to deal with uh, a lot, is thinking that I need to struggle, well, not necessarily thinking that I need to struggle, but that to get what I want in life, I have to work really, really hard and struggle, and that was definitely something that I thought of as a creative, being like, the hustle is so hard, I need to just keep putting myself out there I need to have new content to put on social media to keep people interested I need to be creating these really big dynamic acts I need to be seen I need to be um, making sure that I'm leveling up and I I just got freaking tired of it I'm so tired I'm so tired of living up to my own expectations um, because my expectations of myself are really high um, but I just felt like I was just struggling and it was hard and I was just tired all the time and I could feel myself mentally just not engaging or falling in love or with what I was doing anymore. Like in the moment when I'm there and performing and stuff, great, I'm in the zone, I love it. But when it's your hustle, you kind of end up losing a bit of love for it. And I can feel myself definitely going down that track. And that's not to say that I don't ever want to perform again. I love performing, but I want to perform when it sparks joy in me. I want to perform and do stuff outside of like a job where that I want to do, you know, not that I feel like I have to do. And that's a, and the struggle is real for so many creatives um, to, you know, you kind of get uh, sort of 
creative fatigue, I guess, um, or job fatigue <laughs> when you're living your passion, but then your passion is also your money, you know, your breadwinner. Yeah. And it comes to friend groups too. Like just because you've been friends with someone for, I don't know, a long period of time, if they don't spark joy in you, if they, and you can elaborate it more than that, like not just sparking joy, but if they don't reciprocate the same feelings that you have for them, then why would you invest into them? Like, do you feel like you still have to be friends with them? Um, and I kind of feel like, especially social media, God, oh my God, like social media is such, like it's such a hole <laughs> that you just fall into. Um, I can easily just sit on social media and scroll my life away. But I'm like, is this actually bringing me joy? How do I feel when I'm on social media? And 90% of the time, it actually usually, like if I actually sit back and think about it, it really doesn't bring me joy. Like the only reason that I'm on social media, like I have two social media accounts. I have my personal one uh, and I have my performer one. And uh, my performer one, most of the time, I just, I can't, I don't, I don't want to look at it. I don't actually want to be involved in it. <laughs> um, the only reason I have it is because I feel like as a performer and a creative, you need to be putting yourself out there. But you know what? I'm like, I'm done. I just want to put stuff out there if I want to. I don't want to feel like I have to do it because it doesn't bring me joy. And if it doesn't bring me joy, then it's actually causing me stress. And I need less stress in my life right now. Um, and the same can go with work. You shouldn't feel like that you are doing a job because you have to. Like, obviously, that's easier said than done. There's people there with, out with mortgages, with dependents. Like, it's not as simple as being like, I want to become a lawyer. That's what that's what's going to give me joy and just getting a lawyer job. Obviously, that's not how it works. Or um but it doesn't mean that you know, if you're really struggling in your job, then just think of all the secondary implications as or even direct implications about you mentally not being in your job and you not liking it. Um, that are going to affect not only you, but the people around you and the way that you look at life and what you have. Um, and that's kind of where I got to a bit with my work as well. Like I love what I do. I've been so incredibly fortunate to work. And it's not that I don't enjoy my job. It's just I, I think I've come to a place now where I'm like, I am so tired of the hustle. Um, I'm not tired of my work necessarily. I love what I do. I'm incredibly fortunate, but I'm tired of the hustle. And a part of me is just and a huge part of me that outweighs the wanting to be a freelancer and everything is like sitting there going, I actually just want financial security. I want to be able to get a certain amount of money each week. I want money to go into my KiwiSaver so that in the future I have, like we can, when we go to get a house or something, then we've got something to come, like to go from there. I, you know, as a, as a freelancer, after my bills and things like that, I invest money back into my company. And then a little bit goes obviously into my husband and I have like a joint account and I put it into there. And then I don't really have anything left and I don't have enough left to put into my KiwiSaver. Like I'm just tired of, like I've been doing this now for nearly a decade and I'm just like, you know what? My values have changed. 
I and when I first started being a performing artist and a freelancer events producer and stuff I was like what's important to me is my career and I have so many ideas and I want to be able to do all these things and and so that really sparked me joy the hustle sparked me joy because I was so motivated to get out there and do the things and produce the shows and all of that and now I look at it and I'm like I have the I have the passion there still to do stuff, but I don't have I'm tired and I don't have the energy to put into the hustle anymore. So I'm looking currently for preferably uh, full time uh, work in the event sector, and I'm going to go into this in another podcast. So I'll, I'll flesh into this more. But um, yeah, so what's going to spark me joy? is having that financial security and all of that. But I obviously need to be still doing something that I really enjoy. And what I want you to do today is I want you to think about what sparks you joy. Because as I said, and have referred to a few times, I feel like in our lives we become complacent and we just kind of grin and bear a lot of the things in our lives um, that don't really spark us joy. And I want you to, and you know, you can do the whole Marie Kondo thing and go through all your clothes and everything else like I kind of did yesterday. But what, in terms of actual, your actual life, like in terms of your wants, needs, job, family, friends, um, even the place that you're living, the flat that you're living, does that bring you joy? Write down a few, write down some lists. I'm a big list person. I love lists. And think about what really sparks you joy. Like, think about it, meditate on it, be like, does this really serve me? Does this, do I, am I happy at where I'm at and what I'm doing? And if I'm not, then how do I, what, what is it that I want? And how do I get to that? Anyway, I just kind of felt like this would be something cool to talk about just because it's something that I'm kind of ruminating at the moment. And yeah. Uh, tell me, like, I love hearing from people, so feel free to tell me if you've kind of done that with your life and how that's worked out for you. If you are into what I'm into, you can follow me on the socials at Nat Hugel Creative, and you can also follow me on my personal account, which is NatHugel underscore underscore. Uh, it's mostly like weight training and pics of my daughter, <laughs> but if you're keen, uh, and also food posts. And coffee posts. But if you're keen on following me there, you're most welcome. Uh, you can also follow my business account at vavavumnz. Uh, I will be back in another two weeks. I'm heading to Wellington tomorrow. For those of you that are not from New Zealand, that is the capital of New Zealand. Um, for a couple of days with my little family, which will be wonderful. Looking forward to just going around. Uh, I really want to go to the Weta Cave. That's like one of my big things. And just having some good food, sleeping in, just having a, just having a nice time, you know. So if you got some value out of this, please do a screenshot and share on your socials. Uh, and I will see you back here in two weeks' time. See you later.